You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Gauteng Finance MEC Jacob Mamabola has emphasized that the 13 billion rand required from the province to settle the Eto debt presents a major risk to the province's fiscus. Mamabola says the province will be approaching the national government to discuss a possible long-term payment arrangement to bring the matter to finality. He says an agreement with the national government should result in the shutting down of the gantries and repurposing them for security and crime prevention initiatives. For more on the story, we join on the line by the Gauteng Finance MEC, Jacob Mamabola. Very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning to you, Elvis, and good morning to all the listeners. I hope you can hear me well, and thanks for inviting us. We can hear you well, and thank you for joining us this morning, MEC. Now, you raised the issue of this long-contested ETO debt. Can you share more information on how the Gauteng Provincial Government will deal with this matter going forward, as you also spoke about the switching off or the repurposing of the gantries? To the listeners that um, indeed yesterday in the budget we, we, we strongly raised this matter because you may recall that uh, in 2022, uh, in and around October, when the minister delivered the medium-term budget policy statement, there was a very clear policy issue that was raised that um, the direction on it all is that Government as a whole will absorb the debt. And then in that, minister split the, the responsibilities in that the national government, in part of absorbing the debt, will then take about 70%, Gauteng will have a responsibility to pay about 30%, which total almost $12.9 billion. We're rounding it up to $13 billion. And we therefore understood that um, that will bring to finality. And you'll recall as a province, we also said then that should lead us to switching off the countries. Since then, we reported that um, there will be negotiations to then finalize the details that will see the policy direction implemented. But um, to date, uh, almost a year ago, we haven't gone anywhere with the matter because uh, that issue of payment is still outstanding. So in a nutshell, what we are saying is, you know, for policy certainty direction and for, for, you know, just making sure that policy matters are clarified, it's important that we bring this issue uh, finally, uh, to where it should be, which is then to switch off the countries. The matter we made yesterday was um, we are now at a point where we are approaching national government and the minister in particular to say, let's discuss the terms and conditions of payment of this $13 billion. And um, we, the, the proposal that we'll be making is exactly that. Uh, and and in the past, the negotiations we have had have really focused on uh, a whole range of issues about um, um, where will the sources of revenue come from. And we have been trying to say to national government, 
We believe there are issues like, uh, you know, the, uh, the fuel levy, the um, the syntaxes could be looked at. We also propose the other solutions. But at this point, we believe let's take the discussions one step forward. And that one step forward is to, to approach Minister about the our proposal on actual payments. Mm-hmm. And we have said that should not affect um, the... Um, the baseline, which is made up of um, equitable share that come from national government, meant for service delivery. We raised one billion, I mean, seven billion in the last financial year as a province, our own revenue. We're also saying that's part of the baseline. It shouldn't be affected. That's why yesterday in the speech, a big part of that speech was about raising revenue in the light of budget cost, cost, cost containment. We should be able to raise money so that when we say to minister, this is how we're going to pay the 30%, the, the, the 13 billion. Mm. Where will the money come from? Because we shouldn't affect um, education, health, um, you know, all other critical services. So that's why our speech was mainly about revenue generation, being innovative, creative, find money that can then settle this matter because we believe we now we need con- uh, to conclude this issue. We should, you know, the people have got expectations, markets have got expectations. We need, we need to finalize this matter. It should be resolved. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry I took your time, but I just thought let me explain yes. that, um, you know, we, we need, we need to finalize the system. But is the provincial uh, or the national government in the financial position to pay uh, this 13 billion debt or are the taxpayers going to fund this debt? This is the point I'm trying to say. I, I thought I thought Elvis I tried to, to, to speak to the issue that the, the money that comes into the province as equitable share meant for services and, and that's exactly what you're referring to. That money should be protected to uh, do what it's supposed to do, which is service delivery. We as a province must now find new sources of revenue that will not come from sources that uh, will affect service delivery. Yes. We've got to find a way of generating this money in a manner. For example, I mean, if, if I were to just um, give uh, some of the options, if you look at the, um, at the budget speech, I mean, at the mini budget speech, the, the policy statement yesterday, we, we are detailing where do we think um, we will be able to generate new revenue. So so the direct answer to your question is that the baseline, the money for service delivery should not be affected, but we should find an innovative and creative way of tapping into completely new resources and be able to, to settle that issue. And we're quite confident that um, uh, we shouldn't burden uh, the, the public purse in a manner that can create um, pressure on the fiscals who are already under extreme pressure with cost containment and other issues. So the, the way we, we have been raising money in the province, we're quite sure that um, uh, in the sources that we have outlined yesterday, we should be able to deal with this issue because, as the minister announced, we are sitting with a debt of um, 13 a billion rand. We can't continue to kick the can down the line and, and, and get the matter hanging on up, up until when. Mm-hmm. We, we, have a, we have a debt on our, on our doorstep. We must settle 
uh, that debt, but we have got to make sure that the arrangements we made with national government on payment and, and, and how long this will take, how will it be done, protect service delivery in the province. But we can't continue to overlook yes. this issue because at some point it's going to affect the province, especially if we don't deal with it properly and say this is how we can we can, we can can manage it. But the reality of the matter is we can't look away. The debt is there. We have to settle it. I thank you so much for your time. That was the Gauteng Finance MEC, Jacob Mamabolo. Now, for reaction to the story, we joined on the line by Action SA Gauteng Provincial Chairperson Funzin Gobeni. Very good morning to you and welcome. Uh, good morning, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners of SAFM. Mr. Gobeni, I'm sure you were listening to the MEC. Are you clear on what he's trying to say and what is your take on the issue of the ETOL's debt and how government is working to settle the issue? Look, we, we, we are quite surprised, and, and actually, but um, we shouldn't be surprised that. Uh, this government, um, I mean, today they still do not have a plan of how they are going to settle the 12.9 billion um, ETOL debt. You know, uh, this was a very expensive mistake by the current government um, to bring in the ETOLs. And um, and as we speak now, you know, after the, the previous premier uh, announced that this um, will come to an end. Even today, we still do not have a plan. The, the MEC says uh, they are working on uh, on a business case that they are going to submit to national government uh, on how they can they be able to pay this debt. And we say that they will not uh, burden the, the public debt. Uh, but uh, if you look at the, all the initiatives that they are introducing for revenue enhancement, they are all directed at our pockets as uh, as residents of Hauteng. So. It means that we will still be paying, um, uh, you know, for the mistake that was caused by uh, politicians in the ANC and the government officials that came up with the, this bad idea of it all. So we, 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 are, we are not surprised, but um, we are quite disappointed that, um, you know, this is kind of, it's still happening. And um, it, it, it's very fortunate for us that we are going into the elections next year. And the residents of Gauteng needs to uh, vote out this, um, this incompetent government. In, in his adjustment budget for 2023-24 in the Gauteng Provincial Legislature, the Gauteng MEC for Finance announced an increase also in the budgets of some of the government departments. Do you believe that that increase in the budget for the respective government departments will translate into service delivery for Gauteng residents? No, I mean, the, the current government has uh, been throwing money into the problem uh, without really fixing, um, you know, the, 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 the real problem of, um, of service delivery. Most of the money that has been allocated will, it's intended to, to deliver, you know, uh, infrastructure. But if you look at um, a number of infrastructure projects that are still remain incomplete, um, they are abandoned by contractors, uh, you know, I mean, the, the MEC are do deep announced that they are going to allocate uh, money to, to to sort of uh, develop some roads in Mfuleni. Um I mean, the Elvis, uh, the, the same provincial government uh, put Mfuleni under administration in 2018, and they um, they, they, they they messed up uh, even further uh, that uh, that municipality. Now they are going to spend money to build roads there, um, but let's we must be careful uh, as, as, as residents and as opposition party and, and make sure that we look at what is going to happen there. Because if you look at some of the roads that are that uh, the, the provincial government has allocated money to, they remain incomplete. There's a road here in Bear, here in Johannesburg. There's a road going to Fernahain, 
R82, which is uh, incomplete, abandoned by contractors, they've not been paid. So all these problems have not been uh, resolved. The NEC calls them nuts and balls of infrastructure development. Um, he needs to get, he needs to get the, the department to perform. We need to be able to uh, appoint right contractors that will deliver, you know, what is required from them. But um, if you're throwing money into 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 departments and you don't fix all those underlying problems, you're going to end up still with problems. The MEC also announced the partnership between Gauteng Provincial Government and City Power to provide an alternative energy electricity supply. We've seen rolling blackouts here in Gauteng every two to four hours. Do you think that this initiative will ensure a stable supply of electricity? And does this agreement also extend to the province's current water challenges? It's interesting, um, uh, Elvis, because uh, what you hear from the MEC is that um, it's only going to visit the site and the city power sites to actually evaluate how practical their business case is. And, uh, and he's only going to be able to give us a concrete plan uh, only next year. But he has already allocated $400 million today. Um, so so it, it's something that we have to look at. We have to uh, look at that business case. What is it that city power intends to do? Because city power themselves, as you correctly state, they are dealing with their own infrastructure. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's a wall in blackouts, but their infrastructure has, um, has collapsed uh, in many areas. And, um, and they've been asking for money so they can be able to upgrade that infrastructure. So it's, it's going to be interesting, but what is more interesting is that money has been allocated um, to, to City Power without really not knowing what exactly they're going to do. The NEC is only visiting sites tomorrow, and he will give us a concrete plan next year. Quite interesting. We have to look at, into that uh, and zoom in to understand what is the development. We only see next year, or believe next year, is the plan going to be announced. Uh, that is the, the year of the elections, of course. But do you perhaps have faith in the provincial government to spend the increased budgets now uh, on the right issues uh, that, 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 that has been discussed? Well, you, know, you know, you mentioned elections, and uh, that's, that is also one of the things that we are, we are noticing, that um, uh, money that's supposed to be directed to causing these delivery issues to the mandate of government um, of the province, it's being used for political campaigning. Um, the, the premier is, uh, is all over the province, um, you know, delivering uh, a transformers to this community and that community. You know, and, um, and, and, uh, and, and, and this is not uh, a thing that has been uh, budgeted for, or at least that falls under the, the provincial government. But uh, uh, I think um, our communities appreciate and, 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 and they've been waiting for solutions with regards to those type of, uh, of, of problems of transformers. Um, but we do know that all this is not done in good faith. It's done, obviously, for political experience. We do know that even things like the crime wardens that were introduced, which are now confirmed to be illegal, and us as Action SA, uh, we are reporting this matter to the SIU. We wrote to them to say it needs to be investigated. People need to be held accountable. So we don't have any confidence that this government will spend the money accordingly. We know that they're going to use it for political campaign, but we, we, must, um, we must punish them as, uh, as, as, as voters of Gauteng uh, in the coming elections. It was, uh, um, uh, you know, we, if we don't do that, uh, they will continue really playing games with, um, with us as, as residents and uh, as voters of South Africa. I thank you so much for your time. That was Action SA Gauteng Provincial Chairperson Funzi Ngobane. 
you can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.